You're listening to Sex in Iceland with me, your host, Sigurdur, an Icelandic sexologist. So here I am. You might be saying, what is that noise here? I'll come. Wait for it. I'm going to close this little baggie. You might be going, why aren't you on the road? What is this weird, annoying sound? I'm gonna tell you, I am actually recording from an outside hot tub in the north, northeast, or at least it's the north side of Iceland. Sorry, it's the baggie I put the um, phone in. In Siglufjörður. So Siglufjörður for you, those of you who've seen the Iceland show Ófærð, which I'm not completely sure what it's called in English. Um, probably crazy weather or something with Oliver Darri. Mm-hmm. Some of you might know Oliver Darri. He's been appearing in some things in on Netflix. So if you're following Icelandic actors, Oliver Darri is certainly one of the big ones, not just figuratively, but literally as well. And um, so Ófærð one and season one and two are shot. A, lo- a lot of it happens here in Siglufjörður. And season two mainly happens in Siglufjörður. So I'm here at the infamous Siglufjörður chilling in this outdoor relaxing hot tub watching the stars and the northern lights it's very cold it has i don't know at least 15 inches of snow i tried measuring it dildo wise and you know it just got stuck and it got deeper and deeper so i'm guessing i can only estimate at this point in time but there is a huge pile of snow all around me there's this old ship or a boat i should say because it's not a proper ship it's like a boat that's been decorated with christmas lights there are icicles that are coming down from the rooftop and here i am by myself on a monday evening having done three lectures today had a nice meal freshly caught cod although i must say and this is a fishing village i should add so it's very appropriate to get caught here. And it was very nice. It was obviously fresh and quite new. So it hadn't been frozen. You can taste the difference. But um, I was I was pleasantly surprised, I might say. What was I going to say? I was going to say something quite clever. But now I've lost my train of thought because I'm mesmerized by these stars. Anyway, so I had three lectures today. I was finished quite early, which I don't normally get off that early so I managed to have a nice meal and now I'm just looking at the stars and thinking about my listeners in Sri Lanka, Palestine, um, Philippines, Prague, all over the world all these countries that I'm like whoa and some of the places I've never visited I want to visit but I never have So it's a shout out to all you guys, wherever you are. I know you're watching the same stars as me. And I just find it quite amazing that this is one way for us to connect. So even though I don't know who you are, that um, at least you found this podcast and you're like, hmm, okay, I'll give this a listen to. And I find that quite just like, I don't know if endearing is the right word, or at least it touches my heart. So this is an experience, and it doesn't have to be a whole lot of hoopla. It's just, it's warm water, it's outside, it's winter, it's completely dark. Well, I can see the lights from the hotel. It would be amazing if it were, like, completely dark. And I'm watching UFOs in the sky. 
or what I can only guess are UFOs. I've seen some stars, like I don't know why stars, some are quite bright and some aren't as bright and sometimes their light like kind of fades but then it perks up again and I swear I saw a light that was traveling across the sky. It had a little bit of red in it and I was like, oh, that's probably an airplane but then it disappeared and it was moving quite quickly straight across the sky and I was like, hmm, that's quite quick even for an airplane and then it just disappeared and I just stopped seeing the light and I was like, ugh. So interesting. Always interesting when those uh, up there check in on you. And I don't mean literally, like I don't want to be abducted or anything. But I'm just saying, it's like, like you know they're out there. You know that there's something there. Like you have to, you have to think about that. You have to just entertain that possibility. And you're like, hey, I'm here. You're there. It's so big and we're so small. But here we all are. 7.5 billion on Earth, and who knows how many trillions, squillions, zillions of stars and planets. So, getting all deep on you, I guess that's what happened when you relaxed. I was reading this um, this magazine, I think it's called Spirit and Something, or Kindred Spirit or something. Anyway, I ended up buying the magazine because the paper felt nice to the touch. It was like, um, like a paper paper, not like the glossy magazine paper, but like proper paper paper. So I, I like that, but also it had um, how to channel your inner dragon. So for you guys out there who are not into um, thinking about these abstract things such as um, spirits or ghosts or deceased people or um, aliens or angels or demons or what have you, dragons, this might not be the episode for you. Oops, somebody's coming. Damn, those Icelanders getting drunk and having a smoke while I'm trying to record a quiet little episode. Let's see what happens. Hopefully they won't disturb me as I'm having this very relaxing moment. Oh, and funny enough, they told me, I asked the staff, I was like, okay, so can I go naked in the jacuzzi? They're like, no, no. Oh, there's another star moving. Hello, little one. What's going to happen to you? Are you going to disappear all of a sudden? Or are you an airplane? Mind you, there's, there are usually not Icelandic flights this late at night, so we'll see. At least not in this part of the country. But, you know, of course, private planes fly at all hours, but mm, we'll see, we'll see. If it disappears on me, I'm tracking it. So, um, you know, she was like, no, we have to protect the other guests. They don't want to see people, do, people bathing nude. And I was like, oh, geez, here we go again. But I did tell you about the case that I won on Facebook where I challenged them for taking down a post which contained um, female nipples n alongside male nipples and they actually did apologize. Oh, they disappeared again. Oh, ain't that cool? It disappeared. And it's not cloudy or anything. That was cool. It just was going, 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 shooting through the sky and not like a falling star. It was shooting... Was it vertically or diagonally? Anyway, it was not shooting like a shooting star. It was just like traveling, traveling, and gone and has not reappeared. So cool. This is the second one I've seen tonight. Yeah, anyway. Um, so, and I kept, I keep, I don't know, one of my, one of my, my right eye keeps, oh, can you hear that? Oh, it's the church bells. Ooh, I'm surrounded by greatness, people. This is a perfect evening for astral alignment and some spiritual connection. I can feel it. So anyways, um, so I'm not bathing nude. I'm bathing in my swimsuit. Although I know I would appreciate this more if I were bathing in the nude. 
And when I am renting a summer cottage in a couple of weeks, I know summer cottage, but it really is all around, then me and my family go nude into the jacuzzi, and it's super nice. And my kids are like, oh, it's amazing not having to wear bathing suits. And they're not at all weird about us parents being naked either, which is all chilling in the tub. Me, my hubby, and my seven-year-old, five-year-old, and two-year-old. Oh, there's their eye. I don't know if that's another one or if it's the same one, but that's traveling quite at a different angle, or, or there's a lot of activity tonight. Like, I don't know. Might have to check air data later on. Anyway, so um, I think it's just, it's so nice to bathe without swimming suit. It's just so relaxing. The swimming suit so kind of restrictive and just feels so unnecessary and pointless. But I get it. I get it. People are different with nudity, and apparently nudity... Um, disturbs a lot of people and they find it offensive which to me is a bit offensive but and I know we have to talk about modesty and all that stuff but modesty I think being modest is when somebody is giving you praise and they're like saying you're amazing and instead of being like I know it you should be modest and you should be like oh thank you thank you for the compliment I'm so glad or honored or whatever that you think that way about me that's modesty but not like I don't know certain kind of clothes but that's just me and I know this differs from what a lot of religions say but to me it's just it seems strange and I'm not good on scripture and stuff but this is apparently what I've or this is my understanding of what's written in apparently those holy texts or something so anyway I'm gonna leave those holy texts and I'm going to talk about what was I gonna talk about yo that magazine so it was talking about finding your inner dragon. So they were saying that dragons are these age-old um, wise things that kind of protect you and can guide you and help you. And you need to channel your inner dragon to like engage in conversation with it, I guess. Or just awaken it so you are aware of it. So um, and, they were the, and they say that the dragons are made up of the four elements, fire, water, earth and air. But um, some can be a combination of more than one element. And I was reading these um, these like checklists, like, are you this type of person? Then you're a dragon, maybe uh, like an earth dragon or something. And the only checklist that I fitted was the um, was the fire one. I was like, check, 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 check. But the other elements, I was like, mm, nah, not really, not really. Well, I might have a little bit of water in me. But other than that, uh, earth, mm, no, definitely not. And wind, nah, not really. So the other two, uh, definitely fire, but then maybe a little bit of water. And um, so there's this exercise that takes you through like 15 things, and I'll read it in a little bit. But um, it really, I took the magazine with me here because I really wanted to try it. I need to buy some candles. I think you have to have a white candle. And um, and then I was reading about Kabbalah. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Kabbalah um, horoscopes, and they were explaining how it's kind of it goes into karma, and I don't remember the proper word because like I'm, I'm sitting here literally in the jacuzzi with my phone in a Ziploc bag, so it doesn't get ruined. So I don't have a magazine, but I have it upstairs in the hotel room, so I might check it later. But there's this word that's like translates into your karma, or it's like how you have to atone or not not atone but what your mission on earth is to um, kind of fix and work further on what your past lives like what's your goal for this life um, depending on what where your past lives were so I find that quite interesting so and I often wondered so are you never 
your own experience like i know you're a collective but if if we think of ourselves as like 10 threads and say nine threads are collective souls collective experiences is there one thread that's like new experience like i i've never experienced the world and that could be like our faults in our humanity and, and that kinds of stuff or our soul didn't finish working on the other side or learning and studying or whatever but i'm just wondering is there is there ever anything brand new about us is there like a teeny part that's brand new has no experience and it's like ooh, exciting i'm here to learn whereas the other nine parts are like yeah i've been here before or i've dealt with that person or i know this situation and i think you know um in these lectures that i'm doing and meeting all these people um and traveling a lot i'm driving a lot as you've noticed because i'm recording these episodes as i'm driving all over the country i'm gonna move a little bit sorry um, and try another spot here. So I say, oh, this is not as deep. Interesting. So as I travel the country and I'm, you know, seeing all these different types of landscapes and seeing all these gorgeous mountains and seeing the ocean and all these kinds of things, these amazing things, I often think about like that might be an earth connection or um yeah getting in tune like i was talking i was talking earlier today about eco sex you know annie sprinkles if you haven't heard about it google annie sprinkle and google eco sex because it is actually a concept that should fare quite well here in iceland but i i mean icelanders we can't be very open-minded i mean we believe in elves and invisible people called hultefolk and we believe in mediums and not everybody, but a lot of people. We believe in like um, the afterlife and seances and all these kinds of things, you know. Although people usually say that they're not, not that religious, but they do believe in like alvar, which are elves, and then the afterlife, and then you know that you could should be able to communicate with dece- your deceased, and that they leave you leave you these signs. Um, so ecosex should fare well here which is like I, I, I'm probably not doing a good job explaining it but it's like this being one and making love to nature and in nature and with nature which actually I find quite interesting because I was reading about using crystals so I've been following these um, a couple of sex shop, shops that um, are using I, I don't remember if it's jade. I think it's jade. Jade crystals. And we're talking about the difference in experience with using like a vibrator ver- versus using a crystal. And I was thinking about that. And mind you out there, if you're going to do it yourself, do not use a hard edged rock because you might end up hurting yourself. Um, but just be careful unless that's something that you want to do still be careful and do not put small or medium sized or even big rocks in your anus because they will s- get stuck in there. So just always be mindful and careful when you're practicing your sexual habits or rituals. But I was thinking about this. I was like, hmm, I have yet to do the crystal thingy. Is there a difference? Could there be a difference? I mean, I'm totally open for there being a difference. But like, what kind of difference is there? So interesting. So we'll see. I'm thinking about it. Um, And I actually was going to buy one for uh, the show I did for my novel. Because I did a show like an art show about the novel. And um, I had all these things that is part of Anelia that was mentioned in the book laying around in this art show. And um, and I was going to buy uh, a crystal egg or a crystal, like a crystal dildo, if you will. 
but uh, I did. Ne I never man managed to get around it because of I don't know time issues and stuff like that. Uh, but now it's on, it's on my to do list for 2019. So I'll get back to you on that one. But it's just really interesting when you're just hanging out with the stars and all of a sudden like a number pops into your mind and you're like, ah, yeah, that's a good number to aim for. So I was thinking about, I was thinking about books and I was thinking about translation because that's, that's weighing heavily on my mind. I need to get um, talking about sex or chatting about sex. I need to get it translated into English and I need to add a little bit to it because it was published in 2014 and there are a couple of reviews that I want to do not a not a not a huge big reviews but you know not a lot but there are some and um and then I need to get Kinvera translated and then I'm writing Dade which is the independent sequel from Kinvera which is uh the guy's story or the guy's experience so her boyfriend we get to know a little bit about him and his story and or not a little bit you know it's a whole separate book so there's all these things I have to push into being and I was um, looking into what kind of books have been written about menstruation and periods and I wanted to do like a completely different one from the ones that I've seen are available at least the ones that I've seen on Amazon and even Etsy I have a couple of different ideas so I was like okay that might be interesting so I have a lot of projects. Sometimes when I'm hanging out in nature, I'm like, oh, or, you know, at least when I'm driving, I'm driving to a lecture. So that can be justified. Not wasting time. I'm actually getting somewhere. But I sometimes have a hard time just relaxing and being like, I know you could be working on the computer, but this is actually important as well. Looking at mountains, looking at stars, looking at the sky. Relaxing in warm water. I must tell you, I have a lot of ideas when I take a shower. That's one of my best times for brainstorming is taking a hot shower. And then, um, what's the other one? Taking a hot shower. Yeah, and being up in the sky in an airplane. Whew, I have to have a paper and pen with me at all times during uh, when I'm flying. Because it's like I get crazy. It's like almost like automatic auto automatic uh, automatic um writing i just can't not stop scribbling it's, it's insane so um those are the two times but i mean i haven't really been thinking about it in jacuzzi before i was just like enjoying watching the stars and floating about and enjoying the warm water but it's actually getting very warm so i might have to leave for a little bit but it's amazing that my um my hotel room here has this um, little bench and it looks into the onto the har harbor, but not like for people who are walking around. It just looks into the sea and the boats. And I was like, what an amazing place to practice any sprinkles, eco-sex, just like masturbating onto the sea and the fishermen and the seamen. Like how, how connected is all of this? You know, it's like the ocean, the ice, the birds, the fish, it's so, I don't know, dare I say, it's, it's so like Mother Nature, nature screaming at you. It's so, um, like I was saying with gases, gases squirting, it's so like, here I am, embrace nature, embrace yourself, come with me. You get what I'm saying? So that's at least what I was thinking. But there are so many projects that have been kind of... Um, knocking on my door right now with international collaboration not something i can go into go into at all really 
but I'm really interested to see if they lead somewhere. I'm really excited about them. And I'm really excited to be a part of something bigger. That to me is really satisfying to be a part of something bigger. Um, because, I mean, Iceland is 340,000 people. It feels, and it is a small island and sometimes feels so small. And the opportunities, even though there are a lot of them, you sometimes feel like, huh, is there more? Can I get lost? It's a really interesting concept to be an Icelander and visit these big cities and get lost. And nobody knows you and they don't know of you or about you. And you can just have this amazing chat with a stranger that doesn't... It doesn't really happen here because people always try to find a common ground or a common um, relative or a point of connection, as people do, I guess, everywhere. But um, so it's I like going abroad for that's one of the reasons. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think I should maybe go to my room soon. They have this coffee machine. I was hoping they'd have hot cocoa, but they don't, uh, which is, you know, the hotel. I'm not whining or anything. It's an odd amazing hotel and it's one of the it's one of the nicer ones I've actually stayed at and there's a sauna here but I'm not sure I have low blood pressure I'm not sure I could actually go into the sauna at this point but if I go inside I'll go get snuggled up by the ocean by the watching the birds hunt for fish diving for fish Ooh, hello little star and So I'm inside now, I am watching through my window this big truck dumping loads of snow into the ocean. It's quite cool actually, but I'm a bit nervous, I have to drive and there's a lot of wind and the snow is going everywhere and yeah, it makes it kind of hard to see when you're driving, but dumping snow into the ocean, kind of cool I must say. But yeah. So here I have Kindred Spirit. That was the name of the magazine that I was telling you guys about. And it's quite interesting and very fascinating, I think. Um, there's a lot of spiritual work that's happening all over Iceland. But you really have to, I guess, know the people who are doing it and what they're doing to be, in order to be part of it. I'm going to find the dragon thingy. I myself am quite interested in a lot of it. Not all of it, but a lot of it. And there was this particular thing called um, Street Wisdom. Therapy Review. Street Wisdom. Which was kind of cool. They said, so you should wander around. Um, just like your um, your your uh, surroundings. Or just like your neighborhood. Yeah, you should wander around your neighborhood. Um, and be mindful you might have a certain question or a certain dilemma in your mind that you need help solving and you'll notice these signs that are just like they're there not for your purpose but they're there for you know they might be an advertisement or something but they might actually hold the answer that you're searching for and I thought this was kind of cool so it's streetwisdom.org and I think this is mainly in the UK but I mean this can be done everywhere in the world so where's this? Not Sami Kapping, natural health. Where are you, my dragons? Because this was quite cool. Looking at the stars. Da, 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 da. Okay. All of a sudden, I can't find the dragons. That's what happens when you look for something. You can't find it. And all these mantalas. I don't think I could ever do a mantala. Just I, I'm not good with all the um, 
the thinking about different patterns and figuring out patterns, it's just, it's, it doesn't work for me. Not really, to be quite clear. Or not, not clear, just quite honest. Oh my lord, I lost my dragons. I'm thinking they're not in this magazine all of a sudden. Okay. So I found them. Your personal dragons. And listen, so this is these are the elements if your dragon is a fire dragon. Do you pick up everyone's energies when you're in a crowd? That in parenthesis, you need protective fire. Are you ambitious or competitive and determined to do well? Do you need more get up and go or inspiration? Do you get fired with enthusiasm? Do you get burned out easily? I hope I don't get burned out easily, but um, I do lose interest in thing th in things. That's that's what I yeah I'd, I'd have to agree to that. So they're saying okay. My problem, my dragon probably has some water elements. If I answer yes to the following, do you love water? Yes, I do. Are you tactful and graciously persuasive? Yeah, I don't know about that. Are you too blunt and aggressive? Definitely. Do you imagine challenges and obstacles that are not really there? No, no, not really. Are you extremely psychic and intuitive? I am intuitive. Don't know about psychic, but intuitive. Is it hard to pin you down? Oh, oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'll, I'll have to say yes to that one. So we can do this together or you can do this at your own pace. But I'm going to read this out to you. Visualization. And this is from the book Dragons, Your Celestial Guardians by Diana Cooper. OK, so meet your personal dragon. Number one, find a place where you can be quiet and undisturbed. Number two. Light a candle, if possible, to raise the frequency. Number three, close your eyes and relax. Number four, invite your personal dragon to come to you. Number five, have a sense of its approach. Is it plodding or flying, floating or blazing towards you? Number six, see, sense or intuit its color or colors. Seven, feel the love as it is as it sits beside you with its heart radiating towards you. Number eight, touch or stroke it and sense how it feels. Number nine, mentally thank it for coming and ask its name. Number ten, take the first name that comes to you and honor your dragon by mentally repeating its name. Eleven, your dragon has a message for you. Listen to it. Twelve, your dragon invites you to sit on its back. You fly together happily with no purpose other than to bond and have fun together. 13. Your dragon returns you to where you started. 14. Thank it and open your eyes. Oh, I love this. It sounds so gorgeous. So, and here a little bit of clarification. Who are the dragons? I'm going to read this. This is from the article. Dragons are elementals. This means they do not have all four elements as humans do. They can have earth, fire, air, or water, or a combination of any two or three of them. To put them in context, angels and unicorns are of the element air. Fairies, sylphs, and isaks, new elements, recently arrived on earth from another universe to purify it for the new golden age. They are air elements. Goblins, gnomes, and elves are earth elements. Mermaids, and water nymphs and kihils um, are water elements, salamanders are fire elements, imps, pixies, 
fonts and many others have more than one element. And this is from all elementals are of the angelic kingdom but have different roles and operate on different frequency bands. It is becoming easier to tune into their wavelength as we raise our vibration level. Dragons, angels, unicorns and nature spirits do not have free will. Only humans have that. The angelic role is to serve God and to help people, animals and the natural world. Oh, so interesting. And now you might be going, what the hell is going on with this girl? I thought she was all about sex and about the body. But no, you know, what is the body without the mind? It's not a whole lot. So there you go. Now you have a mission. You have to find and awaken your own dragon. Um, I'm on my way to do to do more lectures and to continue writing my novel. I'm writing a lot about penises, as I previously have me mentioned. And I think I might have just written the ending, just like accidentally. Like I wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be the ending, but it is a quite dramatic ending. And my first novel did end quite dramatically. I'm not sure I want to do the same for novel two, but we'll, we'll see, we'll see. It's, it's taken an interesting turn, one that I didn't expect that it would take. But more about that at a later stage. Until then, enjoy and I hope you find your dragon wherever you are in the world. This concludes this week's episode of Sex in Iceland. You can find us wherever you want to listen to your podcast and on social media. I'm on Instagram and Facebook and on S-I-G-G-A-D-O-G-G dot com. That's sickaduck.com. See you guys later.